Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. These are tumultuous times at the City Colleges of Chicago when the new chancellor for the seven-campus system must contend with everything from the aftermath of the state budget crunch to the challenges and triumphs of partnerships with various industries and a growing number of students getting free tuition. How does he like the job so far? We'll ask him. I'm political editor Craig Delamore, and this is At Issue. My guest this week is Juan Salgado. Mayor Emanuel named the longtime education advocate and activist to be chancellor of the uh, City Colleges of Chicago in March of this year. He's taken over from Cheryl Hyman, who had the job for almost seven years and shepherded the highly praised Colleges to Careers program, among other things. Mr. Salgado's career has been focused on improving educational opportunities and education for people in low-income areas. He was president and CEO of Instituto del Progreso Latino on the West Side. That group helped low-income workers get the education and skills they needed to land higher-paying jobs. He's also been a Chicago Park District board member, and he won a MacArthur Genius Grant in 2015. He is originally from Calumet Park. Chancellor Salgado, welcome. Greg, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Well, it is it is good to be able to uh, talk and to continue the conversations we've had over the years about uh, uh, city colleges. Uh, we should start with the headlines first uh, of, of the week. Illinois has a new budget. Uh, the city colleges system had been talking about laying off 120 employees and cutting the pay of senior leadership uh, because of the budget impasse. So bring us up to date. What is the situation now? Is the immediate crisis over or are we still waiting for things? Well, the, so we're very grateful that the state legislature has passed the budget. It uh, has had a profoundly positive impact on our financial condition. Uh, it, still... We have to recognize that the state budget impasse over the last two years has had an impact on us. Our enrollment has come down by 18% during that time period. Why? Because students weren't certain that they were going to get MAP grants. In fact, in many cases, they didn't. Uh, so the, the reality is that our declining enrollment has impacted our financial position. So we did announce the reductions in senior leadership pay of 10%. We did announce uh, layoffs of 120 employees. We found efficiencies, reduced contractual obligations, and uh, those things will need to stick uh, still. We'll still need to do those things so that we can be, again, on financial, great financial footing to be able to make the investments that uh, we are making in students and families and communities and, of course, in a high-performing higher education institution that is City Colleges. Now, are you already getting some of the money that the state should have uh, been uh, coming up with? Or are, are students getting the grants now? Or is that still in progress? Yeah. So all of it has been obligated. Obviously, the 
checks have not arrived, right? <laughs> That's going to take a little bit of time. I did hear uh, today that uh, the controller is beginning to send checks out. That would be wonderful to actually receive it. But we know that we are going to receive it. And that's the wonderful thing about having a budget. See, when you have a budget, then you can plan <laughs> accordingly. And what has been so damaging about not having a budget is that institutions like ours uh, begin to fall into that space where you can no longer provide the certainty to your stakeholders that you can have continuance of programs and initiatives and in education continuance of things over time is where you get the biggest value add and so fortunately for city college of chicago we have not had an interruption in the value added programs that have been put in place by cheryl hyman in the past things like college to careers our chicago star scholarship uh, our dual credit dual enrollment programs uh, the kinds of things that are providing value to our students, their families, as well as our communities and our employers in this city. We've had steady progress in that uh, regard, and we'll continue to. Well, that's the program progress, but as you said, the uh, enrollments are down because students were basically being frightened away. That's right. Uh, how do you get them to to come back? How do you get them to have that confidence now yes. well our team is working on that as we speak we are personalizing our approach reaching out human being to human being we're going out into communities to our churches and our community institutions uh, we are uh, working on how do we uh, relook at student debt right and ensure that we create the kind of flexibility and payment plans so that those students that have fallen behind can find a way to get back on track uh, with us and get back to completing their college coursework uh, with us and going on to their universities. So we're looking at various uh, solutions. How do we make our uh, application process more seamless and easier? So we have a whole team working on this, but it's going to take time. Rebuilding, this is the thing about the, the, the budget impasse, that the damage that it did in two years is not something that we're going to rebuild over a summer. <laughs> it's something that we're going to have to rebuild over a period of years. It is always easier to destroy than it is to construct. <laughs> you can tear down a building in a day, uh, but to construct it takes several, several days. And that's what we're facing, right? Fortunately for city colleges, we had strong financial footing. We were able to pretty much weather the storm, and, uh, and, uh, and, and that has served us well. We had several other institutions in our city, in our state, that were impacted you know, much, much more than we were uh, financially. But, uh, but we're recovering now, and we're very happy about it. And we're hopeful, by the way, that this time next year we'll have another state budget, right? Because, <laughs> you know, we're hopeful that this is not a one-time occurrence in a four-year term of our governor. Mm. Well, now, if I were going to pick a time when I was going to take over a municipal uh, community college system, I'm not sure I would have picked this year and the spring to do it. Why? 
why was this a job you wanted or, you know, accepted when it was offered? I love that question. <laughs> I love that question. And the reason I love that question is actually when I took on the responsibility, it was it was more clear that we wouldn't have a state budget. <laughs> it was it was it was more clear that we had to solve a bigger financial challenge. Our liquidity was low. The uncertainty was high, uh, not just for our students, but for whoever took on the reins of city colleges. And yet uh, I've consistently said that there is no better time to be in higher education, leading an institution like city colleges than this time. And there's several reasons for that from my perspective. From my mm -hmm. perspective, as someone who has spent uh, my career working on how do you uh, increase upward mobility? How do you make the promise of inclusion in a growing economy re re realization for anybody in any neighborhood in any circumstance that they may be in? And when your life focus has been thinking and acting upon those kinds of matters, uh, you know, A, City Colleges is the best, most impactful place to be in the city of Chicago. We have 90,000 students. They're mm -hmm. all Chicagoans. They're very diverse, 80 plus percent African-American and Latino. Um, and they reside in a city that is experiencing tremendous economic growth. And there's an opportunity for inclusion in that growth. There's an opportunity for lives to be transformed and uh, a, a, a uh, at a scale that neighborhoods could be transformed at a scale that a city can be proud of itself because of the way it's growing, not just the fact that it's growing. And when you're a person that's invested their life in these kinds of issues, the opportunity to lead an institution like this, um, no matter what time it is, and especially in difficult times, right? Because difficult times require uh, leaders that are prepared to communicate with stakeholders, that are prepared to uh, be creative, uh, that are prepared to look at things in different ways. And sometimes when you're facing uh, immense challenges, you face them together and you've, you, you come up with more creative ways of facing them uh, and you involve the many stakeholders around you in order to do it. We are uh, embarking on what I characterize, and if you talk to the folks at Chicago Public Schools, will be the best working relationship that City Colleges of Chicago and Chicago Public Schools have ever had in our history in order to ensure that those very same students, we work with the same people, we work with the same students, we work with the same families in order to advance our city and our neighborhoods. And so um, so this is the space uh, where uh, lives can be transformed. And uh, I think I would, in some ways, I'm more motivated to step into it at a time of challenge than I would be at a time of greater certainty because I'm confident in uh, the leadership capabilities that I have and uh, e equally, if not more important, uh, I am deeply committed uh, to the institution and the mission that it has.
Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, the work with the Chicago Public Schools, um, because you, you're you're explain what that partnership is is going to be like and how uh, this can move both the CPS and yes. the city colleges forward. There are several elements uh, that we are already that we already have in place mm-hmm. that we want to grow. Take one, for instance, dual credit dual enrollment. This is where uh, we go into Chicago public schools and we prepare the faculty, the the teachers at the Chicago public schools to in essence be our faculty and teach college level courses at high school. Uh, We also offer uh, opportunities for students to come to our campuses and take the courses at our campuses. All in total, we are now serving over four thousand students with dual credit and dual enrollment courses English 101 and math courses and science courses it, while they're in high school so uh, those 4,000 students are saving themselves an immense and their families an immense amount of dollars as well as time right we is we, there a cost to it there's no cost yeah we provide this at no cost to that high school student. And so imagine we had 200 plus students that received 15 credits or more prior to graduation from high school. That's a full semester of work that they will enter into college with. We had seven students that received associate's degrees as they received their bachelor's degrees, right? Mm -hmm. And so we want to grow that. Chicago Public Schools and College Chicago are pinning ourselves on a goal, uh, a goal that is much higher than the 4,000 students to drive more value to uh, uh, those students in our Chicago public schools. We also have the Chicago Star Scholarship. Yes, uh, This is no cost, no tuition or book cost to a Chicago public school student that gets a B average and is near completion ready. So if you're out there and you're a seventh grader or a fourth grader in our Chicago public schools and you might be wondering, you know, how is my family that's in poverty going to pay for higher education? We have a message for that third and fourth grader. Focus on your studies. Get that be average, be near completion ready. You can come to City College of Chicago, get your first two years for free. And guess what? We have partnerships with 15 Mm -hmm colleges and universities, they're discounting tuition, in some cases, completely providing uh, full scholarships. So I'll give you one quick example, which mm-hmm. is uh, Northwestern University admitted four of our Chicago Star Scholars with full tuition rights. Okay, wow. These four students will have gone to city colleges for two years completely free and will graduate from Northwestern University at no cost of their own. So that's a motivating factor for our Chicago public schools. But there's more we're going to do. Um, I can talk to you about it. And we will talk about that. Uh, I And in fact, I, and the other thing I want to talk to you about in a second is also how this all gets paid for. But uh, <laughs> you're listening to WBBM News Radio's At Issue. I'm political editor Craig Delamore. My guest is Juan Salgado, Chancellor of the City Colleges of Chicago. And, and it's it's a question I've always had because when when Mayor Emanuel uh, first talked about the uh, the Stars program, you know I, I remember talking to uh, Chancellor Hyman at the time and saying, "Wait, 
who's paying for this? And she said, well, it's coming out of the city college's budget. And your budget didn't have a whole lot of room in it. Uh, so how is this continuing? Is this, you know, how can the city colleges carry the burden? And I'm thinking that there's, there's a growing number of students yeah, yeah. who are either eligible for or wanting to be eligible for this. Yeah, it's okay. This uh, scholarship is a last dollar scholarship. So we we ask the student, as we should, to ensure that they tap into whatever financial resources are available to them, including, you know, Pell Grants and MAP Grants, et cetera. So we're a last dollar scholarship. That allows us to leverage the dollars that we have further. Uh, the other reality is, like any operation, like any entity, in order for you to continue to get better, you find efficiencies. You find ways in which you can operate as an entity uh, more leaner, the way you can leverage technology to do your work better. So we have continued to find efficiencies. And you can do two things with the efficiencies that you find, right? One of the things that uh, you can do is just drop it in the bank. <laughs> well, the bank that we decided to drop it in is the human bank, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've decided to drop it into the opportunity for uh, Chicago Star Scholars, as well as dual credit, dually enrolled students. We're wanting to embark on a new effort, which is intensifying our work with the College to uh, Careers program with the, with the CPS career and technical education program. We think we can add a lot of value there. And we think we can add a lot of value in the mayor's new initiative for Learn, Plan, Succeed to ensure that our high school students actually start to get exposed to career paths. Uh, but when they're early on in their high school experience, so by the time they graduate, they have a much better sense of what they want to do in the future. And so we operationalize savings in order to transform that into higher value added use of our resources that directly impact students. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the colleges to careers program. That's, uh, it, it's, uh, for listeners who, uh, aren't familiar with it, it matches, uh, different college campuses with, uh, specific career paths. It's run, won a lot of praise and I think it served as a model for some other areas. Um, but it, I, I do understand that it, it, requires adjustments to make sure that the training that you're giving is still matching up with the needs of the industries. Uh, how are things going at this point? Uh, you know. Excellent. I, I, excellent. The, the, here's the reality, and I remember this because I've been in the city for a long, long time. And uh, you know, prior to my predecessor, Cheryl's efforts, to actually move towards a, a, a platform of a college to careers and the mayor's support for college to careers. The reality was that city colleges was not very relevant to private industry. That if in fact you got a degree from uh, city colleges, you weren't necessarily likely to get the job, right? <laughs> because the industry didn't value that degree. And we have come so Far. The best example we have right now is in healthcare. It's if Malcolm you, X. It's Malcolm X. It's phenomenal. And I remember uh, a time uh, when it just was not the case that our the quality of our instruction at city colleges eight, nine years ago 
was nowhere near where it is today. And the buy-in from employers was nowhere near it is today. Today, we can confidently say there is no better place to start your health care career than at Malcolm X College at City College of Chicago. Why? Yeah. yeah you're, I was going to say you're, you're partnering with the medical campus, uh, with, with entities on the medical campus, right? They're, they're, they're helping design the curriculum, right? Oh, they have helped design the curriculum. They're providing internships. They're providing uh, clinicals. Our pass rates, because of the work that we did, as you said, in aligning curriculum, our pass rates now in almost all of our health-related fields are 100% licensure. If you get if you, you get through our program, the only one that's not uh, at 100 percent is our uh, li- our our, uh, our nursing degree, and that's at 92 percent. Our associate's degree in nursing, and guess what the average is across the country, somewhere in the 80s. Mm. Okay, so we're outperforming the national average uh, within our associate's degree in nursing program. What happens as a result of this? Not only do uh, the employers want the students that are coming out of Malcolm X College, but the universities want us to send them more transfer students out of Malcolm X College. And by the way, our enrollment at Malcolm X is up. So while it's down at many, many of the colleges across the state of Illinois uh, because of the budget impasse, the one place where it's up is the place where we align to private industry where our outcomes are second to none uh, and where our value proposition is the highest. So what are we going to do? We're going to continue to do that in the many other fields uh, at Daly College, engineering and advanced manufacturing, at Olive Harvey College, transportation, distribution, logistics, uh, at Kennedy King, the culinary and hospitality growing in the city of Chicago, at Wright College, information technology, at Truman College, the human uh, sciences as well as education so we get the right uh, pipeline of uh, future teachers and uh, at Harold Washington College, businesses and financial services. And so the model that's been most realized at Harold, I mean at Malcolm X can and will be realized at all of our uh, seven colleges. Now to be fair, one of the advantages that Malcolm X has, actually two advantages, first is that you've built a, a new facility that was literally constructed for this. Uh, the old building certainly wasn't. Uh, and you're sitting on top of the medical <laughs> medical uh, district. But I know that uh, for Olive Harvey, there was some, uh, some question about whether or not its facilities were going to be upgraded enough, and you were waiting for money from the state for that. What's the status of uh, the... Uh, the transportation and logistics program. Yeah. This was a travesty of the budget impasse. It was really a travesty. We began construction on a state-of-the-art facility for transportation, distribution, and logistics. And uh, construction was halted. The building was left open and exposed. And more importantly, unfinished, because there are thousands of jobs in this industry. They're very accessible uh, jobs. People can get them in short periods of time. And yet we've been unable over a two-year period to finish the project and, more importantly, to get people in those training programs so they can get jobs and careers uh, that are good for their families. Now, we're very happy to say 
that uh, the, uh, the, the resources required to restart construction over at Olive Harvey were included in the budget. And uh, we, uh, we are working through the details uh, with the Capital Development Board of the uh, state of Illinois in order to get construction restarted as soon as possible. Not only that, but we're building a new Center for Engineering and Advanced Manufacturing at Richard J. Daly College. So once again, the model of aligning our facility development and our curriculum development, it's not just about buildings. It's about buildings that flow with the needs of industry that have the proper curriculum tied to those uh, buildings that have the proper access to jobs and economic growth opportunities for Chicago families as a result. Is there a timetable for for having the transportation and logistics program completely up to speed? I wish I knew the answer to that question, but all of this uh, state budget, new state budget reality is very fresh. And obviously the governor's making a lot of changes in his administration as a result of yes. that. Um, it may slow down uh, getting answers to certain questions. Mm-hmm. Um, for colleges to careers, what what other area are, do you see uh, the city colleges really meshing with the industry? Yeah, uh, I, I I announced on actually my first day that I was redirecting, uh, enhancing the vision for Richard J. Daly College. Uh, to which had had been on advanced manufacturing to engineering and advanced manufacturing. When you think about the field of engineering, which is growing by leaps and bounds, uh, many different disciplines in that area, but also a critical challenge that has not been dealt with in that industry for a long, long time, which is diversity within that industry. If you look at that industry, the number of African-American, Latino, women, engineers is extremely low and I happen to be part of an effort called the 50k coalition that is bringing all of those diverse entities bringing african-american latino women engineers together to say to the colleges of engineering as well as um, to the companies we can and must do better and city colleges with 85 percent 80 plus percent african-american and latino students has a lot to say about how we diversify in the field of engineering. The same is true for information technology. So while we have Wright College focused on information technology, we believe that that, uh, that offering can be, can be brought to other colleges such as Kennedy King so that uh, folks on the south side of Chicago can get real access to this growing industry that, quite frankly, is so far behind in terms of diversity, right? Mm -hmm. If you go to many of these IT companies, it's sort of a sad state of affairs. Mm -hmm. That's what we hear. We've only got about a minute left, but uh, just want to ask, what are the prospects for fall registration? Uh, You know, we've been talking about the enrollment. Uh, What what do you expect to see uh, for the next season, the next year? Early indications uh, seem to indicate that while we will be uh, we, we will be at negative five percent from where we were last year, uh, that's an improvement because we lost ten percent of our students last year. So uh, we're not going to get back to uh, we're not going to get back to where we were overnight, 
But as long as we trend in the right direction, we feel very good about that. And uh, the kind of uh, visits that you're making, are you are you you yourself going out to uh, to community groups or Absolutely. your teams? This is where I came from. I worked in communities for a long time, so um, I love to be out there with parents, students, and churches. Um, wherever there are people, uh, that's where I like to be. Well, uh, as the folks at uh, City Colleges will, uh, I suspect, attest, uh, we will be we will be watching, and uh, I expect we'll have you back here uh, in not too long a time to bring us up to date. So thank you very much. That is City Colleges Chancellor Juan Salgado. Thanks for spending the half hour with us. Um, to our listeners, if you would like a copy of this program or just to hear it again, please visit our website. That is cbschicago.com. Just follow the audio links. You can also find our podcasts on play.it. I will be back next week with another edition of Ad Issue, and I hope you will be listening. Barring something unexpected, we will be talking with Democratic candidate for governor J.B. Pritzker. Until then, I'm Craig Delamore, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.